What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and The Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your host, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Red. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. All right, welcome back to another episode of Light Skin Matters. The people wanted it, so the people got it back by popular demand. Because, see, we were ready to just, like, call that a one-time special. Just a, you know, a one thing. Just, bam, hit it and quit it, and we're done. But the people was like, when are we going to get another Light Skin Matters? When another Light Skin Matters coming up? When y'all going? So we were like, fuck it. Get the people what they want. And we're back. Got to give the people what they want. Got to give them what they need, right? So for y'all that don't know, I'm your I'm your boy. I'm Dino Red, host of uh, the Shiznit Show on the Red Rock Podcast Network. And uh, I'm going to let my other co-hosts go ahead and uh, introduce themselves, starting with uh, Be Honest. What's going on, y'all? It's Be Honest from the No Nonsense Show, the Rare Sonics Podcast Network. All the way from Atlanta, Georgia. The other co from Dino. That's right. <laughs> and then we have... The light-skinned superhero from the Onyx Truth podcast. What's happening, everybody? This is Gil, the one and only Mr. Light-skinned superhero all the way out here in Georgia by way of Florida, holding it down like always, dude. Onyx Truth podcast, baby. That's right. So um, today, fellas, what, what, where do we want to start? What are we going to get into today? What kind of light-skinned matters are of matter to us light-skinned niggas today? <laughs> I think we need to go ahead and tackle this uh, Tay Diggs issue with his son. We need to kind of get that knocked out of the way so all light skinned people, all dark skinned people across the globe, they have a full, complete understanding of what's really going on. Sounds good to me because that is a, a subject that uh, is, of, is of interest to me. And I admit that I am a little torn on the topic and I do feel some kind of way about it. But uh, I think I'm in a minority 
amongst these uh, uh, uh amongst my uh, light skin uh, compadres. Yeah, so uh for those of you who don't know, Tay Diggs has a son. He's married to a white woman, I believe. And um Well, Tay Diggs is married to a white woman, not his son. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's what I'm is <laughs> married to a white woman and i started writing like a series of books or something like that and uh basically this whole issue popped up saying that his son i think his son wants to he wants to allow his son to identify as being whatever he wants to be whether that's black mixed or even white or something like that he wouldn't have an issue with it now we all know as far as society is concerned at the minimum him being able to identify as white is just totally not fucking possible. But um, as far as how us three in the light skin world view things for myself, I'm mixed. I'm half white, half black. I think be honest is half white, half black. Dino, you're somewhere in the spectrum up there. Please do not offend Dino on this shit. (laughs) (laughs) This nigga will start a podcast beef with you for the next three months. Yeah, I remember I heard them voicemails you left on your show, man. I was like, man, this nigga's really going to fuck off. But (laughs) But, uh, my personal stance is I honestly don't have an issue with how mixed people choose to identify. Um, Even though I identify as black, and that's mainly because I grew up around nothing but black people. But if I grew up around white people, whatever, I wouldn't have an issue with a, a light. Well, I don't have an issue with a light skinned mixed person identifying as mixed. I mean, if that's what they, I honestly believe they feel they have the right to identify however the fuck they choose to identify. I think that it, they need to, I think everybody should pay attention and give credit to all the things that they're made of. So I feel like me being half white and half, if, if that's even half, I don't even know what the breakdown is, but something like an honor Palmer, if I'm going to be an Arnold Palmer, then I need to make sure I'm talking about my tea and my lemonade. I can't just, you know, say, Hey, I'm tea, I'm tea. No, I'm lemonade too. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like I don't necessarily identify as a mixed person, but at the same time, I don't discredit either side either. Well, the way I feel about it is this. Uh, well, first of all, I had a, a little bit of a correction, Gil, uh, what what you said, um, Tay Diggs said, is what he, I don't want to say the retraction or when he kind of cleaned it up. Originally, what he said is that he wanted his son to be viewed as mixed, not as black. That's what his that's what his original statement was. And that's what got everybody's panties in the bunch. Not that he has the right to choose whatever. That's kind of putting a different spin on it and, you know, whatever. But anyway, you know, semantics. I'm, I'm torn because I understand where you guys are coming from and I, and I don't disagree I think my problem with it is the the attitude of some of the uh, not necessarily Tay Diggs, but some because there's a whole movement. You know, he's just the tip of the he's just the tip of the spear, if if you know, as it were. There's a whole movement of millennials and whatnot who want to be identified as mixed. They want that to be their actual official race. Like they don't they they say they're different from blacks. They're not black. They don't want to be called black. They want to be called mixed and that's what they are. And that's, that's the race that they want to be, you know, oh, trust. I, I, I fully understand this. Cause uh, if you guys go back into my archives on the Onyx truth live episode number 14, I, I recorded this back in February. I had a guy on my show named uh, Dick Richard miles, but we call him Dick miles. Cause he's a fucking dickhead. But, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, he runs a face. He's the admin for a Facebook page called mixed world United. And, Everything started off kind of cool with this dude initially. He's one of these light-skinned dudes that wants to strictly be identified as mixed. Like, he wants 
mixed people to have their own be classified as their own unique race. But with his extreme version of uh that he he's on like I, I think we may have briefly talked about this on the last episode, last light skin episode, but he's on some old he hates black people type of shit. But um even though he still kind of despises black people, which I honestly you have to go listen to the last podcast to actually figure out why. But he still, in my opinion, he still has that right to decide if he wants to be mixed. Like if I decided, hey, I want to classify myself as mixed, can't nobody fucking tell me anything about it because technically my biological dad, rest in peace, he was white and my mother is black. So um, for all the people out there who are, because, you know, I pretty much everybody that's up in arms about Tay Diggs saying that he wants his son to be identified as mixed. I guarantee he's nothing but a bunch of super duper pro-black Negroes, man. I, I call them black lanterns. And they they just have an issue with every fucking thing that goes on in black society, man. So I just don't see the issue with it, to be honest with you. It's, it's just a personal choice, you know? It how do is, you feel about – I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dino. No, yeah, it is a personal choice. That's true. And I think the problem is where, at least for me, it's when – it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a throwback to it, it's to me it, it feels so much like it's, it feels so much like uh, those people who were not saying that these people are the same not saying that the millennials that wanted to be mixed are the same as these people but it feels a lot like people who wanted to be anything but black who were ashamed of being black because you know it's better to be anything but black you know all these people running around talking about all they Indian or they this or they mixed with that because a nigga don't want to be just straight black because that's like the worst thing ever. You know, it's, 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 you're not as bad if you're mixed with with this or that or whatever, which is, you know, I mean, if I could get away with just being, you know, saying I was just black, I would, I would, you know, and, but partly because of that, but then partly because I don't, I don't have any connection to, to my white, my white heritage there, you know, I was not raised white, you know, I don't have any, I just don't have any connection to it. So I feel faked to say that I'm, you know, if I, if I was to identify as, 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 you know, I mean, geez, I don't even know how to put it into words. I mean, obviously I'm part white, but to, to cling to that, like it, it means something other than it just being, you know, part of my DNA or whatever. It, it, it hasn't, it doesn't, it has no meaning. It has no meaning for me other than that. You know what I mean? It is just because I just don't have any, I just don't have any connection to it. I don't think you would even know though. I mean, like for instance, when people say, um, you know, you're, you're thinking like you're, you can't think like a woman in, in women's rights things. Like I don't even know what it feels like to be a woman. So I have absolutely no idea. Right. You know what I'm saying? The same goes though. I'm, I've always been what I, what I am right now. So I don't know that that feels any different than someone who's black or someone who's white. People are always trying to throw these ideas that a white person doesn't, doesn't understand how it feels to be black. But I mean, a black person doesn't understand how it is to be black. Actually, they have nothing to compare it to. Right. They only have what they perceive it as being. So I just feel like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I, I can't deny the fact that I am white too. My, I was actually raised by my mother, though. So, you know, whatever being white means, I guess I was around someone who was being white. Um, <laughs> but I mean, again, that really doesn't make any sense. It's really just perception. And, you know, maybe two black people get together and say, oh, well, black people, they say they talk like this and they raise their fists real high. Like that's a, that's what being black is. You know what I'm saying? And two people agree on that. And so you say, oh, that's what being black is. But I think it's a lot deeper than that. So, you know, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to deny one side or the other. I just if somebody says, hey, are you black? I'm like, yeah, they say, hey, are you white? I, I wouldn't say yes, just because society doesn't allow me to. 
But if it, if it were the same way, I wouldn't mind either way. Mm. That's interesting. Uh, I, I don't I don't think you could ever get away with uh, if somebody said, are you white? And you said, yeah, they're going to look at you like you're fucking crazy. That's what I'm saying. Society uh-huh. doesn't let me. I mean, um, yeah, pretty much. Um, I think it just—I uh, think it just all boils down to how you were raised and who you grew up around. So, which helps shape your perception about how you, as a mixed race individual, choose to identify. Because, um, like I say, if, if you're a mix, let's just say black and white, and you grow up predominantly around black people, you are going to develop a deeper connection with the black community, more so than the white community. Just like I did, you know what I'm saying? Now, if I had to grow up around my white biological family. And not was raised around my my mother's side of the family, then I would know that I still probably wouldn't be running around saying I'm white, but I would probably be one of these people who embraces the identity of being mixed more so than embracing being black. You understand what I'm saying? So um, I think that's just who you grow up around with plays a huge factor in that and how they help shape your perception about you as a biracial child. And that's not just pertaining to black and white individuals. This this can go for because uh, matter of fact, there's a there's a female I used to work with. She's half Korean and half black, and she grew up predominantly around black people, so she identifies as black. So I think it's the same way, regardless of the mixture. So right, yeah, no, yeah. I I know uh I know some non-black and white people who you know like Asian people, whatever, who the same. You know, they grew up around in in a black neighborhood around all of us, and they speak and act and identify just you know just the same way as same way as we do it's, it's a cultural thing you know they grew up a part of the culture and that's that's what they identify with and i don't have a problem yeah. with that but, but you know, black black culture is is universal culture now though black culture is a global culture people are always trying to to um you know do the same things as what would be perceived as black culture so i don't i mean everybody's raised around black culture right now no but i don't think be i don't think it's the same as I don't think watching uh, your MTV raps or, you know, listening to hip hop or and, and, you know, walking around. I don't think that's the same, especially when you live in the in a, in a white neighborhood. I don't think that just just trying to adopt some aspects of black culture is the same as like when you live in it and are surrounded by it like every day. Let me tell you why that's bullshit. This is why that's bullshit, Dino. OK, <laughs> because I live in Atlanta I've, and when, I remember when NWA came out, there were no such thing as gangs in Atlanta. None. It, we had neighborhood like crews and stuff like that, but gangs was some lame shit to us. We thought it was funny that niggas on the West Coast was gang banging and killing each other over colors and stuff. But guess what happened? NWA came out and LA just blew up. The whole culture blew up. So guess what happened? We got people in Atlanta that's got gang gang banging and wearing different flags. And now they saying they this and that. That was all really just the culture that we didn't even know about. That you say that you may say that's black culture, but that's really only LA gang culture. However, there are black people on the East Coast who assimilated to that or who who took who appropriated it almost. You know what I'm saying? People are talking about appropriation. They appropriated that entire identity. And so without ever growing up around it, they became that. That wasn't black culture, dude. That was just uh gang culture that became transformed into pop culture. Everybody every, everything that becomes popular like that spreads and everybody catches on. You know but don't so, miss but don't miss what I'm saying though. Don't miss what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that I the people, know what you're saying, but yeah. well, but the fact of the matter is, is okay. NWA with all the gangbanging, Crips and Bloods and all that bullshit, that was a particular lifestyle of a certain set of individuals that goes back as far as the late sixties that happened in, in, in Los Angeles. Right. That culture became a worldwide phenomenon due to hip hop music, 
and then which basically transformed it into pop culture. So it really wasn't the fact of the matter that people were embracing gang culture as much as they were embracing pop culture. Now, probably when some of the motherfuckers started migrating towards the East and bringing that real style, real lifestyle with them, then that's probably when some motherfuckers really started embracing that shit and start throwing up their little C's and B's and all this other bullshit they do. But, um, huh? but that, that doesn't discount the idea that there are black people in Atlanta, Georgia, who feel like their entire livelihood is gang culture now. And that wasn't something that was Atlanta. And I'm talking about, let's talk, we're talking about the early, early nineties. We're not talking about when they migrated and, and now everybody's, you know, a gang. I'm talking about way back then. They already assimilated to it. Was, it. it was probably similar stuff, man. It just wasn't Crips and Bloods in Atlanta, but niggas, niggas on the East coast, niggas on the West coast living in the hood. They're probably doing the same goddamn thing, dude. You know what I'm saying? You just said when you grew up, there was neighborhood crews. The Crips and Blood started off as neighborhood crews back in the day, so it was just the same shit. So, but yeah, um, and yeah, well, and 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 L.A. didn't originate gangs. I mean, they they had uh, the disciples and the warlords in Chicago and places like that forever on the East Coast. But anyway, that's that's not even the the whole point. My 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 thing is, I don't really understand why that. Well, what I said is bullshit. I don't think you really got what i was saying b because i don't disagree with what you just said i mean that that did happen but uh i don't really see how how that's speaking to my point or making my point bullshit <laughs> what was your point again? your point again my point was i said that um just because i said somebody on the outside you know viewing black culture is not the same as somebody oh. like we're talking about the asians or whatever who grew up in the in the black neighborhoods and whatever and a part of the black culture or whatever and yeah i was saying that that is not the same as somebody who lives like in the suburbs and in an all-white community you know emulating aspects of black cultures that's not the same to me i think it is so I, I, what do you mean you think it is you, you think it you think it's think, exactly the same i think that what goes on in life is people try to pretend like their situation is is different or worse or whatever but in actuality everything in the world is a fucking remix everything everything in the world is a remix this none of this shit is new none of this shit is new under the sun everybody's just emulating something else that they've seen or been around and then they say oh well this is if enough of enough of us are doing this oh this is black culture oh this is a certain thing but actually it's just a remix everything you do is a remix i mean we're we try to be creative and original but in most aspects of our life, we're just emulating something else. And that, and that's not something that's, that's personal that we make it personal by the things that we allow to, to be part of ourselves. It's not necessarily instinctive. It's something that we emulating. We actually choose what things we want to appropriate or what things we want to associate ourselves with. And no matter if you're white, orange, yellow, green, turquoise, whatever, you still have to accept those things in and, and choose to use or be part of that. Well, I, I've kind of forgot what the fuck the original question was. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me say this since, since you forgot, let me say this before I forget. I was one of the, uh, one of the other things I believe that, uh, why this whole, you know, mix not black thing um, rubs a lot of people the wrong way. I think oh. it, it's because, um, you know, there was a time when you you didn't have that option. You know, there was a time when you was black when just because, you know, like the whole one drop rule, whatever. And you were kind of basically, you know, people like us a lot of times in back in the day kind of stuck between two worlds. You know, we weren't quite all the way with the blacks wasn't quite all the way with the whites would well, definitely wasn't nowhere near all the way with the whites. But the thing is 
the whites, they definitely wasn't accepting us. We could not be a part of that, that clique, that group, that gang, whatever you want to call them. We weren't allowed. But black people embraced us, embraced the, the, the mulattoes, the word that you hate, B, and uh, the light skins and the, the octoroons and whatever, whatever part of the spectrum, you know, wherever you fell, the black community embraced you. That was your home because, like, you really didn't have any place else to go. Now, all of a sudden, you have these options, and it feels like you're turning your back on the people who took you in when you didn't have no place else to go. And I think that's part of why, you know, um, it rubs people the wrong way. I know that's part of what what I feel about it. Not saying oh, that oh, they don't have oh. the right to do it and all that. I'm just saying that that's that's the way I feel about it. I don't think it's really that, man. I think when it comes to some dark, because this is mainly coming from a whole bunch of dark-skinned people uh, who have who have an issue with some light-skinned people. I just think it's mainly that they, some of these dark-skinned people are just mad because they don't have options. Call them out, Gil. Call them niggas out. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be real with it. These niggas are mad because they don't have fucking options. Like, I have the option to say I'm black, and guess what? Black America will accept and embrace my motherfucking ass. I have the option to say I am mixed, and guess what? You niggas will accept it and embrace it. But if you are a dark-skinned person, like my two younger brothers, they're black. They can't run around and say they're mixed because them niggas ain't as yellow as me. They don't have those options, dude. And unfortunately, that is a benefit that light-skinned people have over dark-skinned people, and niggas just going to have to accept that shit. You know what I'm saying? We... We didn't make the motherfucking rules. I'm just playing by what's, what's, what's in place right now. But, but, you the, know thing, I, but the thing I, of the matter is, the thing of the matter is that, that mixed people should accept them because you can be dark skinned and be mixed. Just because you're mixed, I'm mean, just because you're dark, that does not preclude you from being mixed. I, mean, and, I know that. I got, trust me, I got, I got some, some, some dark skinned motherfuckers in my, my family that, you know, we got some Indians going way the fuck back. But the thing is, they can't run around in America and be like, hey, I'm mixed. They're like, nigga, shut your ass up. Now, if I run up in the spot, oh, yeah, nigga, you mixed like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Most people think I'm fucking Hispanic nine, nine times out of ten anyway. But these are just options that light-skinned people have over dark-skinned people. And guess what, team darkies? Y'all niggas going to have to just fucking deal with it. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's still all love motherfucker. I'm Y'all not dark, have- and I, 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 you know, like I said, I'm not, uh, I'm not losing any sleep over it. I'm not mad about it, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel a little some kind of way about it. You dark skin niggas gotta go get an S curl. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, now we not this. Not, this light skin matters is not about uh, uh, bashing dark skin people. Man, I seen this dark skin. I seen this dark skin nigga the other day in the store with the fucking uh, Easy E Ice Cube fucking Jerry curl in his hair, dude. I about fell the fuck out, man. But <laughs> <laughs> that's. Yeah, man. Part, part of his just, heritage. But I mean, honestly, <laughs> that's what I think it kind of boils down to with some of these people, man. Is just they want the option to be able to stay or be who they want to be versus what America is going to always look at them as. You know, regardless, even though I'm light skinned, I would never be seen as white. I'll just be seen as light skinned. Now, whether that guarantees me some favors over dark skinned people, you know, it is what it is. You know, so I, I, I don't have control of that shit. We don't have control of that shit. And so, but uh, I'm never going to go around like that one guy I have on my show talking about, I hate black people. This black people ain't shit. I'll never do that because I identify. Every time I check a form, I check black. You know what I'm saying? I'll never check black, white, or other. I just check black. So, whatever. Right. I still love the niggas out there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Okay, let's go on. We can move on to the next topic. What is it? Uh, How do we feel that some of our light-skinned celebrities 
brothers and sisters, are they uh, making us look bad? <laughs> I'll start off. I'll say Drake is holding it down for Team Light Skin all day, every day. As long oh, as he yeah. doesn't dance. Motherfucking Drake. I, hey, even his dancing. I'm like, fucking nigga, I get out there and start doing the goddamn Drake dance. Too, oh, hell no. I was thinking I'd probably get some pussy off that shit, too. <laughs> can't, can't hate on him. I don't like Drake. Fuck Drake. Nigga, the shit. Nigga, what you talking about? I can tell you like, and you bring him up every show. <laughs> Top of the game for light skin to this, man. You can't help. That nigga reps hard, dude. I don't give a fuck how light he is. I do not like Drake. But then on the opposite end of Drake, got motherfucking uh, Raven Simone ass. You know what I'm saying? So, uh... Or Stacey Dash, one of them motherfuckers. So, uh, wait, those are different people, though. Stacey Dash and Raven Simone are different. I think that Raven Simone is somebody who has understood the value in saying the thing that people aren't saying or the thing that people are most shocked by. And so she's keeping her job that way. Stacey Dash has no platform other than just to, you know, that she's, that's, I believe that's really just who she is. Is Stacey even light skinned? Um, technically, uh, she looks light skinned to me. Uh, I, I don't know. Mixed or not, but she's lighter than a motherfucker. Though. I don't think she can pass the paper bag test. Yeah, look at her, look at her pictures, dude. Stacey Dash is lighter than a motherfucker, man. Okay, if you say so. Like I'm looking at her right now on the internet. She's uh, it's hard to tell though with a lot of celebrities. I've never seen her in person. You know what I mean? I've only you know in picture it's celebrities. Uh, us us black people, you know, depending on the lighting, we can go from one extreme to the other. You know, and it it just it all depends. So, okay, but anyway. Nah. I'm pretty much light skinned in every kind of light. In the dark, I'm light skinned. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I'm talking about uh, some of our brothers and sisters that got a little bit more melanin than us. Uh, B, I don't. I ain't talking about us three. I think we we just light skinned. No matter. It just depends on how light we are. <laughs> Sometimes we might be a little bit more light, a little bit less light, but we still always light. <laughs> she, I don't know. Even though she's a fucking loony tune, Stacey Dash still finer than a motherfucker. You know? Well, yeah, the one thing has nothing to do with the other. Plus, they say you know, crazy chicks. They they say you know they got the bomb stuff. So I don't believe that. But anyway, so look, <laughs> I, I, I I actually uh, agree with a lot of the things that Raven Simone says. I mean, I know that's not a popular opinion. No, I agree with but, I agree with some of them too. Hey, what do you agree with? Um, well, I just agree that. It, not necessarily exactly with what she's saying, but just the fact that her opinion is just as valuable as anybody else's. When she was talking about not hiring somebody with a, a crazy name, I feel the same way. I'm not hiring anybody with a crazy name either. <laughs> I, I agree. You know, you know, I, I posted this on Facebook because, you know, niggas were like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe she would never hire. Oh, she's I was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, let me tell y'all niggas something. You motherfuckers want to minimize the risk of being discriminated against because of your name or your skin color, then most of you niggas need to start your own motherfucking businesses, bitch. That's that's how this thing's gonna have to work. Cause you can't go up in I mean come on man. Go up in white corporate America with, with a name like watermelon Drea some shit. Nigga. Come no way not not even corporate America. You're not getting hired at my business either. Like me and Raven will will not hire that bitch. Neither one of us. <laughs> there's there is no way I'm hiring somebody named some dumb shit like that. And I feel like there's there's a responsibility. If you want to play in somebody else's game, you gotta play by their rules. You know what I'm saying? So as long as we're accepting those paychecks and those W-2s from a corporation, we have to make sure that we're in a guidelines that they have set in place. And like you say, get your own business if not. But even still. I'm talking about just my business. If it's just me and I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur, I have a small business. If I see that resume come across my desk, I'm not going to give that person a call. I and mean, that may be racist. It may be whatever you want to call it. But honestly, I'm not calling that person back. That's just the fact of the, that's the fact of the reality, man. A lot of black people don't want to own up to it, especially all the ones that was getting angry as shit. A lot of them niggas had the most fucking 
ghetto fabulous ass names too man but that's just the reality because you, you, when you come when, when the resume comes across the desk you're judging people within a, a snapshot right and you're gonna see that name biggest fucking day at the top of the goddamn resume and people see watermelon dread they're gonna automatically assume the worst even if you are the greatest fucking thing since condoleezza rice around this bitch People are going to just fucking judge you off of that name. That's just the reality of the situation, unfortunately. Now, I understand you can't necessarily blame the person who was named that. You have to blame the motherfucking Well, I mean, you can because they, they... You can they, because they, they, they can change that name. They don't have to, they don't have to ride with it. But you got to start with the motherfucking parents, man. These motherfucking parents knew what time it was when they put them goddamn names on children, dude. So you got you to you fucking slap them bitches around a little bit, too. But that's the thing. That's what I'm saying, though, right? So if I'm hiring someone from my company and I'm looking at this name, I'm thinking to myself, I can only imagine what type of upbringing she had. If, I, if somebody would be willing to name their kid Watermelon Drea, I have a pretty good idea that whatever it was that was happening at, at, the, at Sunday dinner wasn't the type of stuff I want the person been, to have been exposed to who's going to come work for my company and have my entire livelihood on the line. Based off of that, it's just not going to happen. Well, you know, as I, I am, a, I am a manager, and I have, you know, I look at resumes and have to hire people and things like that. And I'll have to say that I have never seen a name like Watermelon Drea. But if I had, <laughs> I would, uh, I would like to think that even I would, I would finish reading the resume. You know, at least I would at least finish reading the resume and then try to deal with it accordingly. Um, you know, chances are. If somebody's rocking a name like that, then, you know, they might not make the cut for other reasons. <laughs> I mean, that might be prejudice or racist, whatever. But I I don't think that I would uh, uh, take them out of the running solely because of their name. Uh, what about it, Shark? What about Sharkisha? Do you know if you saw Sharkisha Jenkins come across your desk, what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say that all those thoughts and those flags wouldn't pop up. They would. They would pop up and they would run through my mind. But I feel like I would still give her the interview. You know, as long as the rest of the resume checked out, as long as the rest of, you know, she met the requirements according to her resume, uh, I would still give her a chance. Now, that's what you would do. Well, you got to remember, probably most most people who view resumes, let's let's just keep it real here. Nine out of ten are probably white. No, I yeah, I agree. I think I think I think what you're saying is uh, true for most people. I think most people would see a name like that. And which is why I didn't give my, you know, my daughter a name, anything like that. But and uh, back to Raven for a second. What, what beyond whether I what what things she said that I agree with or not? The thing is, I feel like she has a right to her opinion, even if it's unpopular. You know, we we're in this day and age where as soon as someone starts saying something that we don't want to hear, then it's like we want to shut them up and we want you know to go after their jobs. All that stuff about the petition um, to get her fired, whatever. That's just not cool. That shit is not cool to me at all. It is not right. She didn't say anything um, that's worthy of, you know, taking her livelihood away from her. Now, she has opinions and stuff that are not popular. Some of them, you know, arguably can be considered dumb. It, it doesn't matter. She's on there on the talk show to give opinions, and that's what she does. And her opinions, and she's entitled to them. And she should not be... Uh, People should not try to get her fired for doing her job. I think uh, black people who have an issue with Raven Simone, I mean, like, I got some issues with her, but what it is, black people have the option to not watch The View first and foremost, but that's probably not even going to really impact the damn show because probably more white people that watch that show. I think a lot of black people have an issue with her projecting these ideas, and then all of these white folks who watch that show religiously are forming their opinions about black society based off of 
some of the bullshit that she may say. So I think that's the issue a lot of black people have with her and why probably someone out there is trying to get a petition to get her fired or some shit. But uh, just don't watch the fucking show, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to do her and nigga, you do you. You know what I mean? It, it is what it is. So exactly. That's, that's the correct response to have. To There's something, you know, that... It, someone holds an opinion that you don't like or there's there's a, a broadcaster or a host of a show that you don't like don't watch the show you know don't try to get them fired that's not cool just don't watch the show don't can you don't have to sit there and listen to them. i mean just man but, but all this that's a that's a form of censorship you know to try and uh uh basically control people uh, or or take take away their livelihoods because you don't like what they're saying. You don't like their opinion. Right? Nobody takes change.org shit seriously in that damn way. Or oh, not petition.org, <laughs> where the fuck they're called. Nobody takes them bullshit seriously. <laughs> <laughs> you think they're really doing something by signing their name on the internet for them. Yeah, yeah, I did. They set your ass up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have learned to not take any of these people seriously. Um, like there's a website called the Ripoff Report. Have you guys ever heard of ripoffreport.com? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it. No, yeah, I, haven't, so, I haven't. Okay, basically what it is is you send in your complaint to this guy. It's one guy, and he puts it up online, and then people can comment on that further and further. So, you like, for instance, somebody could say uh, the Shiznit show is racist. Why are you going to use my show? Why are you going to use my show? <laughs> 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 we got three shows here, and you just decide to pick just because I'm the lightest one, huh? <laughs> They could be like, yo, the, the Shiznit show is racist and corny and we don't fuck with Dino because he's always talking about light-skinned people and he don't go to, he don't go to church and et cetera, et cetera, right? So, so then what happens is you start having a history because the ripoff report is so popular, somebody can just look up the Shiznit show and now because your name appeared on there, you'll go to the top of the Google stats. So people who are looking for the Shiznit show would see your ripoff report review before they would see even your own webpage. Wow. And so that makes me think that a lot of these people who have opinions, they're just, they're just louder talkers than everybody else. So when you get into the black lives matter movement and you get into some of these other movements of these sensitivity motherfuckers, what you start (laughs) recognizing is that they're really not right. They're just loud. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I just kind of stopped paying. And that's why I put that disclaimer at the front of my show now where I tell the the sensitivity police motherfuckers to fuck you (laughs) because I love that disclaimer. People just want to be people just want to be heard, man. They just want to make a bunch of noise for social media attention, dude, because Facebook likes and followers is the new is the new fucking currency that everybody praises. So everybody just wants to jump up and down. Hey, look at me. I'm angry over here because Raven said this. Now I'm angry over here because Charlie Sheen is out here fucking bitches left and right. I'm angry because of every goddamn thing. But they never they never actually take that anger and transform it into something that can actually be done. You know what I'm saying? They think all this symbolic gestures like, yeah, I signed a that that uh something dot org thing to get Raven Simone fired. Bitch, shut up. No, you're not doing shit, man. So ah, these niggas these niggas get on my, my nerves too, man. Especially all the motherfuckers that were changing their, their shit to the to the to the French flag the other day, man. Oh my god, yeah. that so many people are getting twisted about that. I don't I don't really get that. I don't really get that. Oh, man, everybody, you know, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ain't change your flag, your, your profile to the French flag, you ain't shit. Nah, bitch, you ain't shit, motherfucker. I heard just the opposite. <laughs> I heard everybody talking about the people who did change their flags. That's what I heard. I didn't hear anybody talking about if you didn't change. I just heard people talking about the people who did. I heard. I, I seen both sides of it, man. I got all kind of fucking weirdos on my goddamn timeline and shit. <laughs> can, can I go on record and say, without a doubt, the shit that happened in France 
is not the fucking French 9-11. That is not the fucking same. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Who's butthurt about that? It is not the fucking same thing. A, a handful of people died in France. Thousands of people died in the 9-11 uh, terrorist attack. That shit is not the same. So change your flag, do whatever you want to do, but you're not going to convince me that that's the exact same damn thing. It's just not. No, it's not the same thing. It's not on the same scale, not the same, uh, not to, you know. I, I'm sure if uh, the terrorists had their way, it would have been, uh, on the same scale, but it wasn't. It was just a drop in the bucket, really. Uh, but I didn't think it, that changed. I don't think that changed the fact that it was it was a bad thing. You know, it was it was tragic that innocent people were slaughtered and whatnot. And uh, I don't know, uh, people. Yeah, people changing their flag. I mean, their their Facebook profile to the flag is not doing anything. Just like it didn't do anything when they did it for what the, the gay rights and all that stuff. Except it's sh- <laughs> it's showing uh, some solidarity or some you know some uh, kind of uh, uh, community or whatever. And uh, I don't I don't have a problem with it. If, I mean, I didn't do it and I wouldn't do it, but I don't have a problem with people doing it because I think there's just fucking bigger fish to fry. You know, I mean, even so if it, go ahead. how do you feel? How do you feel about the, the uh, people who are upset that there wasn't ever a Kenyan flag during the, the massacre at that college? Do you, do you feel like that's even viable at all? Or is that is that do you feel like there's any weight to that or is that some bullshit? I feel like that's some bullshit. Not only that, I feel like those are the same people who are pissed off at um, All Lives Matters. Because, you know, we, we got the, the, the hashtag Black Lives Matters and then you, you hear all those other people saying, oh, all lives matters. And then they're saying, well, yeah, that's not the conversation. That's not what we're talking about right now. It's the same exact thing. You know, you're saying, oh, well, you, you didn't change your flag to the, to the Kenyan flag, whatever. You change it to the front. Motherfucker, you, you in this instance, you are all lives matters. That's who you are in this instance. In this conversation, that's who you are. You know, just like if somebody was to go and burst in on a a, a breast cancer awareness uh, meeting or, or function, whatever, and say, what about AIDS? What about AIDS? That's not what's going on right here. <laughs> you know? Not saying that AIDS is not a, a you know, a disease that that needs some some funding and some awareness and whatever else. And it's got its its bad issues and whatever. But that's not what's going on right here. Right here. We're talking about breast cancer. You must you must see the irony in this, Dino. What 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 irony? <laughs> We're doing a motherfucking show called Light Skin Man. <laughs> <laughs> what? So what? Right. We're right. Exactly. Light skin matters. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> That's not the conversation. It's about Black Lives Mattering, and here <laughs> us arrogant niggas go. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the same thing. First of all, we're doing it as a joke. It's, t- it's tongue in cheek. Right. right. So it's not like we're actually starting uh trying to start a movement and run around to mouth. Light skin matters too. Hear us, hear our voice. We got issues, we got shit, you know. Light skin matters. There's light skinned people getting killed by the police. You know, we're not doing that. That's not what this is about. This I, I think we should. I think I think we should. <laughs> I think we should get uh, we should get Facebook. We need to, we need to all three of us hit up Facebook and get a fil- a filter to make everybody light skin. I'm sorry, that was funny. We no, we what we need is a light skin flag. We need a light skin matters flag, and then we can just have everybody change their profile picture to flag. They like the flags. They like identifying <laughs> with flags. Colors <laughs> will be on the light skin flag, man. Uh, white, like, uh, yellow. And tan, like beige, <laughs> Navajo beige. <laughs> work, I think yeah, it yeah. should. Yeah, it should be like 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 beige, white, and yellow. And it and it doesn't have any uh, 
like hard boundaries. The 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 colors just kind of blur together from one to the other, from from like beige to to yellow to white. They just all kind of like you know, they just kind of blur. There's no like kind of like a rainbow. There's no exact line. <laughs> no delineation. When you get the flag wet, it smells like dogs. <laughs> I don't smell like a dog when I'm wet. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> All white people smell like dogs when they get wet. <laughs> oh, well, first you did bashing the dark skinned people. Now you bashing white folks. You're just trying to get us in trouble with everybody. <laughs> I don't like any of you motherfuckers. I'm telling- <laughs> He's an equal opportunity hater. Gil, Gil, who do you like? Who do you like better, dark skinned people or white people? Oh damn! Wow, are we going there? <laughs> let's, just, let's just fucking draw a line in the sand now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to borrow that your disclaimer for this show. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to lose all of our fans simultaneously. <laughs> yes, you are. All everybody who listened to the first show that didn't get pissed off should be pissed off by the time they hear the end of this one. <laughs> Let's so start let's talking talk about, about women next. Let's talk, let's talk about rape. Let's talk about rape and how that works. Oh, rape. I'm just <laughs> I will not go there. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're all podcasters here, man. What are some other light-skinned podcasters that you guys know of? You know of any out there? I know uh, JJ Valentine and his wife Renee. They're pretty light. Yeah, they they pretty. Uh... And not only that, they look alike, too, actually, because they posted a picture of their anniversary. So shout out to them, uh, Renee and J.J. Valentine. They the husband and wife look alike. They, the husband and wife that look alike. Yeah. Remember how we talked about that on the last show? They posted their yeah. picture and they're, you know, they're, they got the little anniversary headshot thing going on. And I mentioned to them, I was like, you guys uh, look alike, but I'm sure you guys get that all the time because, you know, all us light skinned folk look alike. You know. That's why I can't. I, date, that's why I can't date light skinned people, dude. I cannot be. I cannot have people thinking my 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 wife or my girl. I fuck family. what they think. Like I give a damn. I give a good goddamn what somebody think. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna pass up on some chick, some hot chick, whatever that I'm into. I'm digging on whatever because somebody might be ignorant enough to think that she my sister. Fuck them. Dark, dark skin pussy is better. <laughs> the darker the pussy, the juicy, the sweeter the juice. But look, look, though, yeah, I think that's probably actually true, man. We'll talk because you know I've, I've had my fair share of different different flavors of asses, man. And the best pussy I've ever gotten came from brown skin, dark skin women. Because I think the only thing a lot of light skinned women have over dark skin is that light skin, the cute factor. But once you get them clothes off, you start beating, man. Then you know, from my experience, I've all, from my experience, it was always uh, what, what do you call it when uh. You had like this great expectation of something, and then when it finally happens, it's like, what the fuck, man? You know what I'm saying? It was, it was kind of, it was kind of some shit, anticlimactic, I guess you could say. It right. was kind of something like that. So, I think that's just uh, you just like slave pussy better. I don't, I, get it. I don't, dis- I don't discriminate. <laughs> yeah, slave. <laughs> you like slave pussy better. I get it. But look though, Gil, I got an idea, man. We were yeah. talking about light skin um, podcasters. I know that you have the Black Podcasters United page on Facebook, but I think that what we should do is I'm, I'm gonna let you, you know, I'm, I'm gonna let you take the lead because you already have the Black Podcasters. We should start one just for light skin podcasters and call it. Hold on, hold on, wait a minute, and call it Elite Podcasters United. What do you think? <laughs> that's why i started laughing before he even got out because i already knew where he was going with it he had his troll face on (laughs) i'm 
mean, because typically, typically a light skinned podcast or podcast show was going to be a little bit better. I would say, you know, 15 to 20 percent better just on average. I don't have no problems doing it. I don't give no fucks, dude. So. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> a whole bunch of the dark team darkies out there are gonna be listening to these podcasts like man fuck that nigga, man. yeah i know that's what i like all <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers hate my ass fuck that nigga. Fuck. <laughs> now but yeah you seem to you seem to be battling the lights people all the time you need to stop you know fuck you- niggas, man fuck them niggas dude. <laughs> <laughs> A lot, of, a lot of the motherfuckers hate. Y'all don't even know why these niggas be hating me, dude. It's like I don't, I don't fucking know, man. Like they, they just want to hate the nigga because I'm light skinned. Light skin <laughs> issues, man. This is, this is what I'm talking about right here, man. That's what I mean. We need to stop fighting amongst ourselves, man. We, all like, we need to get elite podcasters united for only the elite <laughs> podcast. And, and by elite, I mean just a little bit darker than white. And let's run this thing, man. Yeah, we, we all get some fucking t-shirts and shit too, man. Start repping that shit. Elite podcasters. <laughs> all right, guys. I don't know. I, I think we have sufficiently offended everyone on the face of the planet Earth. They'll be uh, all right. <laughs> I, I think the only people we may have left out are women. We, we, we didn't well, go in on women. Also, Chinese people got real slanty eyes. Did I say that? <laughs> wow. So, so B, what are you trying to do? You like, because you don't get to be comic relief on your show. You going to fucking try to <laughs> use all your material on this show. <laughs> I've, been, I've been saving this shit. Look, this is what you need to do. If you, are, if you are severely offended by anything that I've said, I need for you to go to nonsenseshow.com <laughs> and leave me a comment, and I'll definitely read it on air. <laughs> All right, Gil. Um, any last words you want to put out there? Where? Uh... Yeah, man. Um, I'm on the OnyxTruth.com. The OnyxTruth.com. I host the show, the podcast show, the Onyx Truth Podcast. That's my little solo show where I do just my personal philosophies. I do a live internet broadcast every Friday called the Onyx Truth Live, and I also host another show called the Brown Liquor Experience, hosted by myself, my two younger twin brothers, our cousin, and one of our other friends. You said Brown Liquor. The brown looking experience where we just talk about random shit from from a straight nigga perspective, man. It's never nothing serious on that show. You should, you should change yeah, it to white liquor. Nah, we're not. We're not. We're not. Nah. You know, I'm not even really a big fucking alcohol drinker to begin with. But you know, mm-hmm. you know brown liquor. I guess my brother, he's a he's a capital, so he's all about that fraternity shit. So that's what every every, every episode they got a bottle in his fucking hand, man. So we just called the brown looking experience, man, and uh. All that's on the Onyx Truth, man. We'll be that hot ism. Get some of this light skin <laughs> All right. And B, uh, you gave your email address. Did you want to give out your Twitter, any of your Twitter handles? Well, I, I also want to say, um, once again, this is Be Honest. And um, I have a podcast network as well. But the No Nonsense Show is our longest running show. We also have No Nonsense Sports and also a music business podcast called The 9010 Rule. And you're probably wondering, like, how we combine all those things. It, it just works out. Trust me. You can go to the website and, and take a look at all those. Um, but, hey, I appreciate everybody who's listening to this and any new fans I get from from Dino's team or from Gil's team. <laughs> Last time I, I got a few and they stuck with me. So I really appreciate it. I'm hoping the same thing's happening for you guys. All right. I don't know if 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 I have gotten any of your fans, they're quiet about it. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm Dino Red. Uh, if you can reach me, if you want to send me an email, 
You can uh, send it to at uh, let's see, um, decisionist show at gmail dot com. I'm on Twitter at uh, at decisionist show, and I'm on Facebook on uh, decisionist show and uh, Red Rock Podcast Network and Dino Red. Uh, you can find my podcasts. I have two right now going, which is the decisionist show. <clears throat> which is the flagship show, and then also have the Pot of Thrones, which is a seasonal show, um, as you may have guessed by the title. Um, you can look for us on Stitcher and iTunes and every place else that uh, elite podcasts are played on uh, under the Red Rock Podcast Network. That is about it for me. So I think the the motto is basically, "Don't let the curls fool you." Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you all for tuning in again. We appreciate you checking us out and uh, check back again in probably another four months. And we'll have Light Skin Matters Part 3 or Episode Number 3. Peace. Holla. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been... You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.